Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, cousins from different dozens. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Newcastle gub Chelsea and Garnacho scored a beach. It's Monday, 27th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Vedushan Antaraja. Welcome on and all to the Football Ramble. Lovely to have you here. Um, gentlemen, we start uh, the show, of course, with the sad news that broke yesterday that Terry Venables has passed away at the age of 80 after a long battle um, with illness. We all remember the career of Terry Venables, obviously his managerial career, a bit young um, for his playing career, but most famously managed England at Euro 96 uh, for us, also managed a number of teams, including Crystal Palace, QPR, Barcelona, of course, and, and Spurs, where... Perhaps we remember him as well. Um, and what a character of the game, Jim Campbell, he, he was. Um, everybody knew Terry Venables. He was a, a titan of uh, English football. Absolutely. I mean, particularly for our generation as well, with Euro 96 being a really sort of formative football experience. Um, he was sort of like your favourite uncle, wasn't yeah, he, Terry yeah. Venables? It was very, very difficult, very hard to find anybody that didn't light up at the mention of Terry Venables, I yes, think. Yes. And he he brought us some brilliant memories. And Euro 96 in particular was... Uh, was a, 
a weird set of circumstances because we knew he wasn't going to stay beyond the tournament and, and mm. he, he you know he took us deep into it and um he had an amazing career how many people go from managing QPR to managing Barcelona yes. I know it was a very different time but he he was a really exceptional manager you don't get the chance to do that if you're not and uh, yeah he'll be a, a big loss yeah he won a league title at Barcelona and Lost quite oddly two nil on a, in a penalty shootout in the European Cup final. You don't often see mm. it. It's the That's, first one for like ten years, wasn't it? Mm. Like it was, it was a bit of a surprise, really. Yeah, but I mean, Venables. Yeah, that, I mean that great Spurs side. Although, yeah, I say great Spurs side in my mind. It was although league position wasn't so much, but they won the FA Cup. You know, Gary Lineker, Paul Gascoigne. I think Spurs fans of that era remember it that way. Yeah, they I were a force, weren't they? When people Which... when people talk about that Spurs yeah. and replicating that success or whenever it comes up it's it's because of that venerable side and mm. i thought it was it was you know when you see the number of people who come out in i suppose just you know mourning the loss mm-hmm. and when you see it from fans of many different clubs so you saw it from spurs fans there were qpr fans mm-hmm. as well there's even talk among um you know people in spain talking about like the mm-hmm. effect he had on barcelona which people don't really Again, think Balagay about, mentioned him, yeah. Yeah, because you don't really think about, I suppose, maybe in part because we didn't really see ourselves as, you know, as, as continental managers, or that mm. would be of interest to, to um, continental teams. It feels like it's more of a recent development of the players and stuff like that. But for a manager to be courted over there and to do what he did was was remarkable, really. And I remember him as a kid being just so charismatic. Yeah. Even though I wouldn't, you know, it, w- it wasn't like I was watching every press conference or whatever, you know, as... You um, mentioned with regards to Euro '96, but it was clear all the players loved him. Mm. Yes, and all those players. I mean, Gary Neville. It's worth reading his um, tweet that he sent out about this because he spoke about Venables as tactical mouse, as a lot of people have, and his man management. And seldom do you you get all of that really. And he was saying the different systems they could switch systems in the play and so on. And people might say, "Oh, come on!" But especially for an England team as well. But he also said that he commanded the respect. And also, they liked him of, of huge leaders in that team. You know, mm. Adams, Pierce, um, uh, Shearer, Sheringham. You know, Ince. You know, all those kind yeah. of guys. Um, but just yeah, I, I think the the one thing is, Peter, is that everybody seemed to um, get on very well with him. Those who played for him. Yeah, and you sort of get the sense that he, you know, he was slightly unlucky in the England setup. He was a bit too a bit too spicy, a bit too interesting, I suppose. Yeah. Well, for, for quite a re- 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 regressive kind of um, effort at that time. Um, but he, there's probably an argument to say that um, there's a lot of Gareth Southgate, what he learned mm-hmm. in in, um, in, mm-hmm. in the dugout from him. And he, he protected players, you know, obviously the pre United 6 we had the, the Hong Kong, um, what's it called? Dentist the chair. The, the dentist dentist chair and stuff the, like yeah. that. And, and you get the sense that, again, he, Probably could have done something at Leeds if they didn't sell all of their defenders mm. from, um, from 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 uh, underneath his nose. Sign Naeem. Yeah. Uh, happy mem- memories, uh, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, look, we, we also must say that um, there was a bit of controversy around uh, Venables as well with um, you know some of the the financial interests and whatnot. But um, despite all that, again, such a likable guy yeah. and and such a huge figure in, in English football. I had the the, the wonderful. Um, uh, experience of 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 meeting and and sort of working with a little bit with with Terry Venables. It was at the same time with Craig Brown, wow. uh, which was which was quite glorious. And it was in England. It was ahead of um, an England Scotland friendly in in Glasgow, and he said one of the most 
wonderful things when uh, I was asking them both because it was an England fan, England fans versus Scotland fans. You know, they do these things. They like to make a bit of pomp and ceremony around um, some of these fixtures. And Craig Brown was, of course, managing the Scotland fans. Terry was managing the the, um, the England fans. And I believe I've mentioned this before, but allow me, everybody. I think it's fair. And I said to Craig Brown, what did you say to the Scotland fans to G them up ahead of this one uh, against England? And he just went, I went in there and I said, lads, it's them. And I said, oh, what about you, Terry? And he just went, well, I went in there and I went, lads, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> he just got it, you know, he, he could read a room, that man. Yeah. Good really singer. Could. Good yeah. singer. Yeah. Good singer. Yeah. Please make Sound my dream come true. Is it Elvis Presley classic, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can dream. Oh, dear. Well, yeah, he, he, Terry Reynolds will certainly be missed. Absolutely. Um, yeah. All right, then, let's uh, go to uh, the football that happened in the Premier League on the weekend. Everton 0, Manchester United 3. Garnacho. Fatuja Handaraja, take us away. <sighs> <laughs> we don't start games well. Manchester United do not start games well. Slow starters. Start game, no. Very slow starters. Yeah. And then. Mix it up. You know, you bring in someone who's younger, limber, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and they're trying to overhead kicks in the third minute. <laughs> That is raw Argentinian beef. It was. It, it's like from start medium to, rare, I should say. From from, uh, from start to finish, a very slick move. Yeah, bad with, cross, really. In a way, yeah. If I, if I could have one complaint, Dallo, come on. <laughs> um, but as soon as he, I, I don't think I've shouted. You know, it's the kind of shout where it draws a noise out of you that you didn't realise you had. Yeah. It was that kind of You've done that a few times on this podcast. Yeah, I do, yeah. But not often in joy, I'd say. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, remarkable goal. It was so good. It's better than Wayne Rooney's goal. Obviously, the context of it being a a Manchester derby and being a winner, fine. But in terms of execution... Was Rooney's a shinner? Is that what you're going to say? No, I always argued uh, crux of the ankle is my my thing. I think if it is a shinner... I I don't care. That's a harder thing to Mm. do. Is it, no, it, not really, because you you get that because of the way the ankle. I'm not going into it. Was this okay, one fine, yeah. not yeah. a bit of a shinner? No, no. no. much cleaner contact. How they're, fucking they're really? dare <laughs> <laughs> Again, though, I don't like, like you saying that when you're wearing a suit. Bish. <laughs> a very nice suit at that. Very nice suit. Uh, but uh, no, it, it, there's there is an angle that you see, Peter. So I sympathise. Yeah, yeah. Where I close my eyes. Like yeah, I know. Of no, yeah. there is an angle, <laughs> but, but actually, but but with this one, it's much more um, right. Provable, it's if all you a like. Bit grassy knoll for me, Mark. I don't like it. <laughs> I would have liked a taller keeper in there just to add a bit of. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. in off the bar, ideally, if we're yeah. being greedy, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, last minute as well, Jim. Yeah. Um, also, just because because you end, it's, it's a wonderful goal because you end up like going through all the overhead kicks you remember. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. is just well, should, the, people should do that anyway. The benchmark the benchmark for our generation, and I do put you in that fish, sorry, uh, is Travis Sinclair, Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. So Absolutely. where does it rate against Travis it's, Sinclair? It's genuinely up there, isn't it? Mm. It's it's I mean we've had a few Ronaldo of course for Real Madrid away yeah. to Juventus then, would be well Bale, Gareth yeah, Bale. Yeah, I think Bale, no, Bale for me was very much the, the, the one, I think that, that yeah. was kind of at the high, so high where do you, mark in this generation. I mean this it's the fact that it's so far behind him. It's it's almost improvised, and that's it's almost, yeah. you know, Lauren Robert, um, Dolphin Flesh. There we go. <laughs> also, Peter Crouch did a couple that they were probably mm. more kind of scissor kicks, but they were also in midair and both just looked like it's MC Escher paintings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not a tidy man, is he? No. <laughs> he plays. He's not a tidy man. Um, and he will I, judge appropriately. I'm surprised. I thought. Um, you were going to uh, criticise Pickford on this goal, Peter. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, he he notably has um, issues with goals in the corner, but uh, some might argue. But uh, did it? Was uh, not feeding? many people are. Uh, his feet were all right there. Well, they okay. Yeah. To be fair, like 
he wasn't expecting that. No. Nah. No. 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 Do you know what, though? He didn't need that either. The whole team didn't need didn't that. Didn't need it. Not the start they wanted, was no. it? Certainly not. With, with, with Gard actually scoring that goal, I did think to myself, How's he managed to come across as a little bit dislikable after scoring that goal? Was he does it? a Ronaldo celebration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, cause even Bruno Fernandes, quite a hard man to please, was giving it that kind of a, oh my goodness, did you get a load of that? <laughs> like They were all amazed and he was just like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that again in a few minutes. I think you kind of want that from mm, the odd player in yeah. your team though, right? Yeah, It's quite it nice to have a player that other teams hate. Mm. We don't need that many, though. I mean, we're introducing quotas. You know? The um, in his post-match press conference with Bruno Fernandes, there was um, he he did say like I, I probably won't score like I won't score a goal better than that. Yeah. But also, Bruno was like, you know, I always expect more from him. You know, it was a good goal. <laughs> it was a brilliant goal. He played yeah. well, but yeah. you know, I'm always he's always trying to impress me. Yeah. There was almost like a. A father figure there, mm-hmm. who certainly a father figure that I could identify with, who wasn't all that impressed. Element <laughs> of don't get carried away with yourself, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. one goal. That's right. Um, well, it was incredible, absolutely incredible. I mean, it was the talking point of the game, um, and the other uh, sort of talking points around this game, of course, were the Everton fans booing the Premier League anthem, held up cards with the league logo and corrupt written underneath. They also uh, did that in the tenth. Minute um, earlier in the, in the weekend, the plane um, Everton fans that had uh, cobbled together four flew over the Etihad, and, and it read the Premier League equals corrupt. And Mayor of Manchester Andy Burnham is, um, I, I believe, he is he's writing to the Premier League and, and going to see how far this can be pushed, and saying, "Look, you you change the, um, the the punishment if you like uh, during this case and and whatnot." And so this is not fair, actually. He said, I'm not arguing the fact that they have a case to answer to and that the punishment is, uh, you're going to get punished if you if you mm. break the rules, but a little bit underhand. And I think that's what they're, they're unhappy about, Everton, you know, and, and very unhappy about it, you know, no think so about it. So what do we think of that, gentlemen? Yeah, I think as we touched on last week, it's the, the, I don't think there's really any doubt, even from within it, within Everton and Everton fans, they they know that the the rules were broken. It's just the severity of the punishment, isn't it? Given the um given the circumstances of it, and I think actually the bigger problem for Everton than this, because as we've discussed, they will probably be fine despite this result, mm. is the threat of legal action from other clubs that could rattle on for years and years and be a real sort of clamp on their wheel. Yeah, I know what you mean. I I mean. <sighs> It was all, when when you saw that punishment <clears throat> um, dished out, you, you thought to yourself, "Okay, that that is huge. What, mm. what are the sort of the ramifications on that?" But as I say, you know, a, a prominent politician in this country is now getting involved. You know, as I say, Burnham he's written a letter to the chair of the Premier League to register a formal complaint over what he calls or, or claims as a, abuse of process with the sanction, which is. You know, if mm. indeed he's correct, then that is a, a huge talking point a as well. New element say. to it for sure. Yes, exactly. Yeah, uh, well, I suppose the other thing to say about the protest is that, you know, I think if you're fired machinery, you're thinking, well, thank God that's the heat off me for a little bit. Yeah. Because- yeah. Well, indeed. I mean, let me just sort of clarify a little bit more what, what, what Burnham's been saying. He said the fact that the Premier League sought to introduce a new sanctions policy in the middle of this process amounts, in my view, to an abusive process. So that is what what Andy Burnham and a lot of people are unhappy about. So he's not he doesn't agree with the sen- he doesn't agree with the punishment then. Well, he's saying that if you're as he says if you're introducing new sanctions in the middle. Yeah, or, or, uh, yeah, or, or, sure. Or I, I see. I see what you're saying, especially mm. given the the time frame. But like, 
you know, when, then when can you introduce them? Though? Yeah, like, yeah, and, and also like, <clears throat> I mean, presumably when you are um, sent down, like you get a sentence at the end of it. You know what I mean? And that's always up in the air. I don't understand why there's a, there's a massive. Well, I, I, issue here. well, we shall see how that um, develops, of course. But you, you can understand. It's not about evidence. It's what other sanctions are, are levied against other clubs. That, yeah. That's the situation. Yeah, it? I mean, and I think that's the important point to make here because. It isn't quite apples and oranges, but the reason Everton have been, well, Everton's case has come through and been put through so quickly is because it's it was an easier case. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. We, you know, as boring as it may sound, we shall have to wait and see how that develops, as we say, and um, and 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 what um, legal ramifications and and whatnot come the thing, from it. The thing to also say is, I actually think Everton broadly played quite well in patches. Obviously, they were, it was one hell of a sucker punch to receive. Yeah. Then the penalty, which which was correct, but given on VAR and Martial, brilliant finish, but Everton are pushing forward anyway. Yeah, once, once you're there. They and had I think, a lot you know, of chances, didn't they? Everton? They did, yeah. I think it was something like 26 shots. Mm-hmm. Um, Banana looked solid. Fair of them were specula- a fair few yeah. of them were speculative, but broadly they were keeping mm-hmm. the ball well, they were pushing on well. I think you saw a lot there to suggest that they, sh- they shouldn't be in the mire for... You know, come the business end of the season, obviously, you know they'll need the results to to prove that. But yeah. you know, they they just look at. We said it before. They look a, a better team than they do over the last. They have over the last two years. They needed three more wins this season anyway. Yeah, so exactly. they'll probably get those. And yeah. they're better equipped to deal with what the, the situation they're in now. Yeah, again, I mean, again, just the five points from safety. Obviously, after Luton got a win, but you know, Burnley just can't buy a win. Got mm. him by a draw. This is Sheffield the... United get beat handedly. Like off at, by Bournemouth at home, you know. So those two sides, you know, they mm. everybody's money will be on them to go down. You know, Everton have then just got to look at Luton and say, right, we've got to catch mm. them, and then uh, some of the teams above them, you know. And it is doable, it, massively yeah. doable. Sometimes it takes promoted teams in particular a, li- a little while to get up to speed, though, doesn't it? We don't know that all three of those teams are going to be this bad all season. So um, where is, uh, you think Sheffield United and Burnley? I, might I, 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 when I say Answer that, the it's question, very, Jim Campbell. It, well, yeah. Answer the, the question. Yes, I think they, it's <laughs> you think very well within, it's well within the realms of possibility that they improve. Well, they, they might get a new manager. Like Again, no sacking yet. Right. Well, like, we're deep into November. There's not been a sacking <laughs> in the Premier League. Very strange. Like, unheard of. It's and the Arteta effect. And, and, I'm not, I don't like it. Maybe. maybe. It's within the realms of possibility they might improve and they might get but, a new manager. But this is what um, this is where the danger lies for Everton, isn't it? Mm. That um, any like a win for Luton at the, this weekend looks a like in the short term, like a potential disaster for them. And yeah. it's it's got to be deeply frustrating they're in this situation. There's more controversy this weekend uh, surrounding Everton, certainly from um, my bald friends, one of whom <laughs> um, has again. deduced that Sean Dyche is mm. not a real bald man. Um, right. They think it's a buzz cut. Um, mm. As I understand it, the community are angry. Yes. Yeah. Um, they think yeah. he's 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 bald comma fraud <laughs> um, and I'd, I'd like to get your thoughts yeah I could see that I could see that that kind of fits in with his general um, ambiance I would say so right. yeah I, if I was in his position I would also be, because the pullback and reveal is he just suddenly grows hair Ooh. and that would be astonishing that would be mm. I'd like to get Lewis Dunk's thoughts <laughs> <laughs> What did he, he would say? not it be was, saying that what to, to It was fuck off, you bald prick, was it? Or you fucking bald prick? Well, one of the two. It's been it's been suggested, mm. alleged, whatever the word is. But we only lip we, red. Yeah, <laughs> lip red from Anthony Taylor. Well, yeah, okay. Mm. Why have you sent him off? He just called me a bald prick. Well, could turn out that Anthony Taylor's a bald liar. <laughs> you know, he's going to shake his hand as well. 
at what at what point did the insult happen in relation to the handshake? Oh, so he got a yellow card. Yeah. Mm. And then he's obviously said something. And I, and I think he's turned around and gone, mm, probably going to get sent off. Have a handshake. That should... Oh, you're yeah. Because he, <laughs> there's <laughs> a bit where you can see when Dunk turns around, he's walking away. You can tell that he's thinking, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Because he yeah. kind of puts his hand back there to be like, oh, I didn't Sorry. mean it. Didn't yeah. mean it. <laughs> I can didn't feel the warm it. glow of the red card. <laughs> did, you, did you hear what I said? What did what, what did you say? What did you think I said? <laughs> Why have you stopped me, officer? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the old uh, was it Rodney Marsh who said to um, a referee once, "Can I call you a wanker or something?" And the referee was like, "No, if you do that, obviously you'll get in trouble." And he went, "But can I? Can I? You know, what if I just think it?" And he went, "Well, obviously I'm not the thought police." And he went, "All right, I think you're a wanker." <laughs> <laughs> Although Rodney Marsh probably told that story, therefore it probably wasn't true. Yes. Um, but mm. there we are. Um, the, the, so yes, Everton. We talked about them being down the bottom. Of course, the league table doesn't lie. They are in the relegation zone. Or does the league table lie? Because I think in this case, Manchester United <laughs> are six points off the top after 13 games. Mm. Well, the, uh, within the Feels league like table, that's a big lie. Mm. Within the league table, also exists the stat that United now have a neutral goal difference. Yes, mm, like yeah. West Ham. They're the form team. Um, it's all very confusing. It yeah. is very confusing. They're a point above Newcastle. They're two points behind Spurs. It's like, you know those how pictures they, where they have like just how garbage? They, done it? <laughs> they sort of position garbage in such a way that when you shine a light through it, it becomes like a, a silhouette of a person. And you're like, that's so impressive. Yeah. That's the league table. Is it magic eye? Is that what trash, we're Absolute trash. And you go, Man United, six points off the top. And you go, what? Yes. I did not expect this. I mean, six points is obviously still two wins. But they're getting them. Mm. They are getting yeah, them. Mm. This one was by more than a, a single goal as well. Mm. Other yeah. than the two before it. So. Well, they are. I'm going to start graffitiing it around town. Well, I tell you what, Matt has herpes. They are they're all right. Um, they are six, a place and a point above Newcastle United, despite Newcastle United's gubbing of Chelsea on the weekend. Four-one, Pete Donaldson. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit of a self-gubbing. Would that be fair? It was, like, it was like two or three minutes where the Chelsea just down tools. Why can't you enjoy it? I, yeah, I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it immensely. I very, much enjoyed, I very much enjoyed Jonathan hitting the ball as hard as he could <laughs> from pipeline range because he'd, he'd missed a couple of headers. Yeah. That, that man's XG off his head must be so unbelievable. Lost in the league. Like point blank range, Jonathan is the worst <laughs> header of the ball in the league. He made, missed an absolute sitter. And not just in the league because he did one in the Champions League against He does it all Dortmund. the time. It's brilliant. You said that um, he's like he is absolutely brilliant at missing those. Yeah, he's like headers. his best in the league at missing yeah. point headers. <laughs> he has so many of them. Is he gets himself in such good positions, but he's just got a really square head. Do you think Eddie Howe's thinking like it's a lovely move? Look at that beautiful. Fl- <laughs> oh no, we've got to <laughs> see him in there. Where's he running from? We need to if if that move develops, we need someone to quickly run into that position yeah. and, then, and get him out of the way. Wild. Ma- uh, Ma- Maurizio Pochettino was very angry with this team, though, as you would imagine, uh, because in his words, they were so soft in every challenge he said I think these types of games make me very 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 angry Mm. because it's about showing your personality and character Jim Campbell he's got a point yeah he does Um, but we expected this from Chelsea right for them to every time they they get a good result you feel like there's maybe another chaotic one around the corner I think the manner of this is a little bit surprising in in, in, in that Newcastle was won so convincingly especially with the personnel they've got missing obviously Mm. the red card doesn't help but they were what 3-1 down by then anyway and I think part of it is what a difficult place to go St James's Park has become as well and because this Chelsea team are still figuring themselves out figuring out essentially probably realistically their own leadership groups and you know they're a very, very 
young team with its with a new coach were what thirteen games into the league. It's it's not an, a long enough time to establish a new identity like this. I think you've been a bit kind to Chelsea there. I mean, after thirteen games, they have sixteen points. They've been hammered, absolutely mm. hammered, and one of their best players. Reese James has been sent off so stupidly. Yeah. And and Reese James has had his injury problems. We know that he is a phenomenal footballer. When it, before he had the injuries and whatnot, you know, we're thinking, could he usurp Carl Walker as, as England's right back? Is he going to go on to be one of the best fullbacks in the world? I mean, you might have argued that he already was. That's that's how good he is. And again, we, we stress we've had the injuries, and you think, well, he'll come back, and he will come back. But you think, well, oh, well come on then, James. What, 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 <laughs> You've got to come back. Yeah, yeah. At some point, we mm. really do want you to come back, and then he does that kind of thing and you think well where is the leadership in this Chelsea side where is is the quality I mean Sterling scores a great free kick so in, you know and I think Sterling sort of by and large is probably doing his bit mm. but it's you know Fernandes and then possibly will step up there well, but, but possibly and then Thiago Silva okay so became Chelsea's oldest ever outfield player on Saturday 39 years 65 yeah. goals oh but, but for the <laughs> essentially for the first time that yeah. moment when he fell on his arse it was like you could pinpoint the actual moment the years caught up with him yes like when he like when he pulled himself up he looked like Phil Mitchell like, <laughs> oh god the years, the years in my legs. Oh, dear. Is he is he going to do a Ross Kemp on on strikers? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, the last thing you want is is an angry Joel Linton bearing down on you. Then, but I yeah. I think I think Chelsea. It's I just can't get my head around them. They put in a good performance one week, as you, as you mentioned earlier. But ultimately, it's not good enough. But but we they're basically playing how we thought they'd play. Good players. They'll turn up every now and again, and they'll you know, be on the wrong end of results like this. And as Jim alluded to, like Newcastle very is a very hard place to go to. And I think <clears throat> to, to talk about it from the other side of that conversation, <clears throat> someone like Lewis Miley come in and play the way he did mm-hmm. as a kid mm-hmm. who I don't think has a so photo impressive. on the Premier League website. <laughs> so when they put up the formations, he's like this, it was, like, I think the caption was photo needed or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for him to come in and feel really comfortable, obviously that's a credit to him and the coaches that he's worked with. But also just like stepping into a situation where like, right, this is a tough team, but we have 10 players here who are just going to bust a gut and everyone in this stadium mm. who's just gunning for the other team. It does make it a little bit easier. It does. But but look at the injuries Newcastle have got, which have been quite well documented. Yeah, three, sure. three keepers on the bench. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You love to see it. You do love to see it. It's that. Harry Redknapp-esque. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's it. Newcastle have got their injuries. And you, you could argue that maybe they're there for the taking might be a bit strong because they've still got a decent side. But and, and of course, as you say, Miley's come in and is, has played really well. But Pochettino and, and Chelsea, look at the players, look at the experience they've got. They should be licking their lips, going, "Right, lads, mm. okay, mm. They're, they're all right." But but you know, they're out, they're down on their luck a bit, and so on. But Chelsea, it was so lackluster. And and you know, we can say, "Oh, well, this is what we expected." Chelsea, it's a bit of this, bit of that. After thirteen games, they've got sixteen points. Yeah, it's piss poor mm. from their point of view. Can I say they're not being able to start because of the international break was obviously an issue because they just were just playing through them, running through them, and they didn't have any protection in that middle but how long does this go on for though that's what I mean this kind of uh, you know, we, we've all been saying like, it. Like, like genuinely um, March yeah yeah like, and Poch- and, I mean I, I, look I don't think hang on you think this will go on until March yeah Chelsea will stop being silly in March is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah well I asked well, the question he's just throwing it out there yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, like it's gonna it's gonna keep going because there's nothing to say that they're gonna hmm. suddenly develop some structure and stuff like that it yeah. feels like they were leaning more towards you know, being those quote unquote agents of chaos, yeah. but they've probably helped out massively by the Spurs game, all told. Yeah. The repercussions from that game are really interesting because obviously Chelsea won, blah, blah, blah. 
they should have been out. Of, Spurs should have been out of sight of the in the first half. They then do a succession of stupid things that they're now paying for. Yeah. And I think you know the offside. The, sorry, the other side of that is that like people were thinking that Chelsea were, were kind of back and you know had started mm-hmm. start to mm-hmm. find a bit of rhythm, but evidently they haven't. Indeed, I, I think this is this is quite similar in some regards, not all in some, to Graham Potter's Chelsea. I think they're better. I think they're in a better place and mm. I think they're more likely to find something and I don't think they would sack Pochettino unless it, it really got quite bad. Um, but it will have to improve because a 10th place finish for Chelsea is, is not good enough. And so, you know, let's see where they are at the end of the season and if Pochettino's allowed to then have a summer and kind of shape them and blah, 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 blah. But, and I know the ownership's different. It's not the previous fella anymore and it hasn't been for a while. But this is just quite odd. It's not what we've come yeah. to expect from a, a Chelsea. They are doing things very, very differently, though, aren't they? I say the way Chelsea, thrown, specifically Chelsea. Specifically yeah. Chelsea, yeah. <laughs> the way they've thrown all these players together, um, so, so much churn, so much kind of, you know, um, turmoil to a degree. Mm. Like I say, we've not really seen this before. So this season was always going to be a bit of a gelling season, a bit of a mm. bit of a sort of fact-finding mission, yeah. almost. I, I imagine that, Pochettino is pretty safe, even if they don't. Maybe even if they don't get into Europe at so, all. This so you season. think a tenth place finish where they are now, or maybe no, they won't be. They won't be happy with it. But I think they're playing a long game. We shall see. We shall see. Um, but Newcastle United, Peter, much better from them. And the aforementioned Lewis Miley was grabbing headlines. Bruno Gimmerish said after the game, Lewis Miley is a massive star. When I was 17 years old, I was shit. <laughs> you love to see it. I, mouth. I do find Lewis Miley hard to look at. He's very long. Well, and his then picture's the not on the. On the no, website, is it? Yeah. He's, I, he's, um, I said on the WhatsApp, but like, there is a vogue on Etsy for people making long Furbies. Um, getting, you know, those toys <laughs> from the night yeah. Furby, and they basically extend them out. So they've got adorable little babies' faces, mm-hmm. these Furbies, mm. but they've got really long bodies. And like I think a big he, snake. He, like a big snake. He looks like a long Furby. Is it a bit like Arsene Wenger in that long winter coat? A little bit, yeah, mm. but very different visages, let's say. <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? He, he's. Very tall, and his head is a baby's head. It's brilliant. There's yeah. something a bit. Do you remember that YouTube video, Rusty Spoons? <laughs> Rusty Spoons. Yeah. No, I don't think so. It's basically, yeah, it was basically whatever the opposite of ASMR is. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. It, it, oh, salad fingers. Yes. Salad fingers. Yes. Yeah. yes. He's salad fingers. Yeah. He's salad fingers. Something unsettling about fingers. it. Dogs a bit late. Yeah. Lewis gonna do a pass. What was really cool about his assist for Isaac was that. Actually, if he played the ball right to um, Almiron, mm. he would have still like the continuity of the move wouldn't have been lost. Mm-hmm. It would still another be like baby a, man. An atta- yeah, an, yeah. A, a, yeah, another wow. baby man. The the um, the attacking <laughs> impetus wouldn't wouldn't have gone, but he decided to take responsibility and play the hard yeah. pass mm. that mm. led to the chance. Mm. And, and, and he got, got lucky. balls to do that. <laughs> I put it to you that the Isaac finish was a spin and fin. Yeah, good. No, I like that. Yeah. I, do, I, do, yeah, yeah. I do like that. Um, Anthony Gordon scored his uh, in his third straight game at St. James's Park. Has anyone had a, a in, in in terms of just for him? Let's let's. Mm. If I may, everybody, let's mm. remove the morals from this. Right. But in terms of his career and his enjoyment of football and money and all the rest of it, a better move from this current Everton side yeah. to this current Newcastle United side. Everton have to be annoyed about that, haven't they? They got a fair price for him. They did yeah. get a fair it price. It would be worse if they hadn't sold him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Um, but you, you, I reckon you could say, you could you could just stop, sorry, start that bit from the the summer just gone because it was only last the end of last season where he was mm. having an argument with Eddie Howe on the bench at Brentford, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's right. And like complaining about his time, Newcastle fans wondering if he was a bit too much trouble, a bit too big for his boots, yeah. but no, knuckled down over the summer and yeah, he's he's 
remarkable, mm. really. Also, getting away from Dominic Calvert-Lewin has done wonders for his wardrobe. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Calvert-Lewin can pull off anything. Mm. Yeah, God those around him need to stop trying to dress like him. It's, I did, it's yeah. not going See, to be I, the same. I have my uh, my doubts about Calvert Lewin and his wardrobe. He's, he, look, he, if, you, if you put it out there that much, it's just a bit you've always been Andy yeah. Harry style, so to be fair, yeah, so you, you, you don't like yeah. sauce, do you? So, you don't, you know, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know. You don't like condiments on your food. Oh, I see. <laughs> Jim started Figurative it. or literal. Right, we're going to go for a break. Uh, former Chelsea manager Maurizio Sarri might be on the move soon. Clip that. <laughs> How about Smokey that? Morris. Wow, he was Smokey asked Morris. at the weekend if he would ever consider a job in Saudi Arabia. He replied, can you smoke there? The journalist replied, yes, to which he said, okay, then we'll see. <laughs> the fact you have to ask, though, in that, that, in that, that knows, heat. Yeah, the fact that he knows that there are laws there that are unconventional. Restrictions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Just, the only lot I'm bothered about. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking. Yeah, that's why you never see him in a nightclub in this country. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. really good I'm handsome man and I seduce them and we do it <laughs> so I'm really good <laughs> welcome back to the football ramble oh, everybody Jesus Christ thanks for to friend of oh, the ramble Ben Joseph for... Joseph <laughs> oh. 
Thanks to Friend of the Ramble Ben for choosing that clip. You become a Friend of the Ramble too by heading over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble. Steam coming out of my top. <laughs> Gully Kalar. Hello, Gully. Um, avid listener, first time email. I wanted to pick up on your queries around what the freemen of a city have the right to do once this has been bestowed upon them. It was shocking to learn that a certain Steve Bull was awarded the freedom of our city of Wolverhampton back in 2018. The idea when Rooney had offered uh, an equivalent level of service to the city of Derby is quite frankly quite laughable. How long did it take them to give that to Steve Ball, by I the know, way? I know, yeah, 2018. Yeah. Poor, poor from Wolverhampton. Maybe right. they were like, let's, let's improve the, the city a bit so we can give him something worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Never been to Wolverhampton? I can't say that. Accurate. But According to this, he is now allowed to take his flock of sheep wherever he damn well pleases. So if you ever find yourself stuck on the Wolverhampton ring road, uh, that probably isn't why, uh, because the whole thing is basically a joke and they need to come up with some better perks around this title. Oh, well, yeah. I do agree with that. Are. If you're still going to give out the freedom of a city, modernise it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with the whole sheep business. It's... Mm. Yeah, like getting Nando's black card or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not like a crossbow Welshman anymore. You have to, but you can have um, you can uh, have unlimited chicken, <laughs> <laughs> unlimited chickens, unlimited, unlimited dogs. Chicken, yeah. I mean, that would like that would be more modern. Unlimited dogs. Yeah, you could just like have you go your dogs down, down the bring your dogs down, yeah. which <laughs> would be pointless. But that's what I mean. Even that would make it more modern. Yeah, you could have as many dogs as you want <laughs> in the Don't Nando's. I thought I thought I could. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, you bring your dogs to Nando's. There yeah. we are. What a oh. day! What a day that would be. Bring your dogs to Nando's day. My word, the joy. <laughs> oh, by the way, the aforementioned Wayne Rooney won his first game as Birmingham City manager. Two-one yeah. win against Sheffield Wednesday. Apparently, he lost his voice after his halftime team talk. <laughs> yeah. It makes it sound like it was a deal with the devil. <laughs> I will give you this first win, but I will take something from you as well. Oh dear! Do remember to keep. Devil is arriving. (laughs) Do remember to keep sending your emails, everybody, and your tweets to us ahead of this Friday, where we will be recording another mailbag. Oi, oi, Savaloy! Um, Football anecdotes, questions, anything goes. Jim Campbell, email show at footballramble.com and find us on X at Football Ramble. I haven't heard oi oi Savaloy in a while. Yeah. Well, here it is, baby. Mm, It doesn't really mean anything, does it? (laughs) And yet it does. Mm. You you really, you know, get a... Get a sense of what life's about when you shout that. Um, right, uh, back to the Premier League. Manchester City won a Liverpool a one. Uh, PTD called this. Uh, yes, well, it's. Uh, I think Be predict, predicting is a mugs game anyway, but uh-huh. I think also um, that um, revelling when you predicted a, a, uh-huh. a fairly... It's not really binary, but it's three options there, isn't there? Um, I don't think you should celebrate all that much, all right? Okay. Just, just why can't you enjoy anything? I enjoy I mean, the it, things I enjoy. He didn't predict it, I did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Darwin Nunes and Pep Guardiola had a little bit of a heated exchange at full time. Did this is what we want. Did you hear Klopp afterwards? Uh, what, during the sort of... The... No, no, no. He was asked, so he was asked about the situation afterwards. Oh, and yes. He said they... <laughs> he basically spoke about them probably speaking in Spanish together mm. in a way that was like... Oh, you know, I come to London, you don't hear you don't hear the English language anymore. It's awful foreign what? voices. It was, but in, in quite a funny way, he was like, yeah. "Oh, you know, I have no understand. I don't understand what they're saying." So yeah. <laughs> it was almost like you know, nothing to do with me, sir. You know, yeah, I don't, yeah, that's the language. Probably wise, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it was. Darwin um, Nunes may have said something, but it seems like it was. It was to do with celebrations. I mean, it always to do with like celebrations from the benches, doesn't it? Yeah, I know what you mean. 
Don't but, over-celebrate. Don't be happy. Yeah, exactly. If Pete was a manager in the Premier League, they'd love him. Yeah, I that's think true, I'd be actually. perfect. I'd be arm round the um, uh, opposition. Shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> opposition shoulder. You guys are great. Yeah, but you just you have the points. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. knows? It was Darwin Nunes. He might be going. Oh, hey, you look like you look like a little Wally. You look like a little Wally in your turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> Something really out of the blue. Yeah, DJ. I mean, there was there was some. Sort of uh, uh, interesting celebrations on the uh, on the weekend, wasn't there in the Premier League? And they, obviously, they were having a bit of a chat about that. I mean, Deserby running on the pitch. Mm. What would they have thought about that one? The celebration police would have been absolutely fuming about it. Yeah, I liked it. It was a bit I Mourinho Newcastle, yeah. which you know I'm a fan of. Mm, I can see why Forrest might have been a bit annoyed about it, but you know, yeah. Well, they, turn the sprinklers on though. They're frozen this time of year. He does Can't kind do of a little. He does do a little bit of a slip at the end of his little yes. run as well. He got far enjoyable. though. He did get far yeah. in 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 quite flat flat um, trainers, but he yeah. does do a little slip at the end, which could yeah. He could have had a spill there. If I yeah, if you're a manager, you need to be at least wearing mouldies, even though that's not mm. conducive on the sideline, but. Mm. Does give you that rare option if something goes mm. off. We need a little switch, don't you? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> golf spots come out. Yeah, Golf exactly. spikes. Shall we settle on them? Um, yeah, uh, Pep Guardiola though, um, he was acting a bit strange on on the touchline as he often does. He said he wanted some more noise from the Man City fans inside the Etihad, and you saw him at times trying to g the fans up, but not in that way that some managers are like. You might see Klopp sort of raising his arms, going like, "Come on!" Yeah, you know? yeah. Now he gets probably. He wasn't cheerleading. He wasn't yeah. cheerleading. Yeah. Exactly. He's basically going, "Well, come on, what's up yeah. with you?" And he's like pointing to his ear, like, "What's the what's the?" Yeah, like, with oh, you? this is no good. You know, this sound is no good. Like, <laughs> tends right. to do it once a season, doesn't he? Yeah. So it asks for a bit more from the home crowd, and I think it's telling that um, in, in what high regard he's held in that he can he can do that. He has the currency to do that, and no one's going to find no one's going to see it as insulting. Yeah, I, I think that people's patience get can wear a little bit thin there, and I think they might say to themselves, well, are you doing this because your team is maybe not quite clicking? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I know you want the extra man and all that kind of mm. stuff, but I don't know. I mean, Manchester City would, would I'd say by and large, the better side in this game, would you? Uh, yes. But I mean, Pep seemed very also... pleased with the performance, but he often does that though, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, but I also think there's an element of, it felt like Liverpool did everything they wanted to do in that game. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, you're going to see yeah. the ball to Man City, so that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, they had the first chance you know the Nunez mm. header that Edison saved yeah. um, they, they could say that they, the goal that they conceded was a mistake and I broadly agree I think Alexander Arnold has to be a bit just a bit more physical in that moment Nathan mm. Aki with all due respect to him the fact that he's dancing mm. through in the final third of, mm. of the pitch and Alisson's kick out as well yeah well Who at times yeah. his, his feet was, oh, had he been, was rubbish yeah. his feet had been replaced by bananas I think yeah. <laughs> it was very strange although although well you said he was rubbish but actually Made some important saves, but, but his, by, his by performance his, was quite. By his, uh, by his high standards, he was rubbish. I think he got. Yeah, I, I think he got a bit lucky with the Akanji foul on him. Right. Yeah. Oh, I think wow. I think, uh, really soft. Because I think if the referee gives it on the field, it's not going to be overturned on VAR. I don't and know. That's I, why I think he got lucky. As Ian Wright pointed out, on match of the day. The fact is, his his arm is sure. On. But he's he's All right, Alison right over here. <laughs> Alison is stronger than that. No, but it's, is is it a question of that? Well, I think it is. If there's a risk that the referee might give it, I don't know whether you take, take a player's strength into account. Well, I don't. I, I, don't I, think, I, I think you do. In the back of your head, I don't yeah. think it's enough of a enough of a foul for that to be disallowed. Personally, I think that goes. I can stood. see why it's given, and I and I, I yeah, of, of course, I'm not I'm not denying that for a second. Uh-huh. But I think he, I think the risk. Alisson takes in going down that easily yep. is that he can actually dominate that situa- situation and be stronger than Akanji and just just get the ball. 
Well, okay. But he, doesn't need, he shouldn't have to rely. He shouldn't think of relying on the referee in that instance, I think. Okay. Just take it out of that. I, I, I take that point. I mean, yeah, Alisson, it was quite a, a stunning performance for him and for, for right and wrong reasons. Um, uh, and, you know, they, they did get away with one there. And Trent Alexander-Arnold had a funny afternoon because, you know, Jeremy Doku you know, was, was, was having a good time down there. But, again, didn't ultimately create or, or it didn't produce too much fruit, obviously, because they only got the one goal. But then Trent does what he does and smashes in an absolute yeah, beauty. Beautiful goal as well. Um, really, really well crafted. Yeah. And that's you, you need sort of from nowhere as well, or certainly from an, from an area where they didn't mm. really appear to be any danger. Lovely ball from Salah. Just really quick thinking from both of them. It's interesting to hear Alexander Arnold talk sort of in depth after the game in the in the immediate post match about how players find themselves subconsciously respecting City too much with their individual players in particular. Where he said you stand off them a bit because yeah. you know what they're capable of, so you don't want to commit too much. But then actually you do have to commit to them and you do have to press them a bit. Mm. And um, he said they they struggle with that a bit in the first half and had to kind of think their way out of it in the second half. That's a really interesting insight to mm. to how teams approach City, even a, even a contender like Liverpool. And it does it. it it makes sense, doesn't it? There is a sense that people are scared in some degree. Or scared maybe a bit too extreme, but sort of perhaps approach City a little bit differently and let them control the game in a way that is essentially, you know, you're 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 inviting your own doom when you do that. I think scared is the right word for it because I thought what impressed me most about um Alexander Arnold's performance was he gets turned inside out by Doku umpteen times and then pops up. 80th minute on the edge of the box to to finish as he did and it feels like a player like him who we know like isn't defensively sound as a fullback um needs like the memory of a goldfish because <laughs> if he keeps thinking about yeah, all the really times Doku's doing him if he's keeping a running tally in his head you know there were a couple of times where he actually pushed him a bit further wide made him go to an area he didn't want to go to or just like got the ball off him you don't you you aren't able to do that if you're constantly thinking about this guy is all over me and evidently he doesn't think like that because I think he knows, as a lot of modern fullbacks do, that all my best work is going going forward when we have the ball. It doesn't matter if I'm getting done by who we largely acknowledge as like one of the most exciting players in the Premier League at the moment. Um, so I think like credit to him for that. Mm. Because did you enjoy his shushy yeah. celebration, Peter? I enjoy. I always enjoy those celebrations. I do as well, actually. <laughs> He said that it was. He even said he quite enjoyed doing it because just to see some of the fans' faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, well, it's, it's just heel behaviour all, all in, really, isn't it? I suppose. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think. I think there should be more of that. I think there should be more people stealing other people's um, celebrations. Um, I think players should turn up at other teams' um, matches for a laugh. Um, like CM Punk just turns up at the end of like a, a, a Survivor Series, you just turn up and everyone's going, "What is happening?" And you're going, "I'm just watching a football match." So like, why did you come down the tunnel? I don't know. So what? Like a Liverpool after their game, they go down and watch like Arsenal at Brentford. Yeah, just even though they probably out. wouldn't get yeah, there. Yeah, hang out. When, wrestle, when wrestlers would like linger for yeah. other, other people's matches, yeah, or like they'd be in the, the crowd. gorilla position, just <laughs> standing in the gorilla position. What's he doing? Sorry, Kane, doing here. Yeah. <laughs> We should. I'm not saying we should do this with the Premier League title, but there should be one, say, like a cup that gets you into the Champions League, for example. Mm. But it's a money in the bank style thing. What you got? What climb up a ladder and grab a suitcase? Yeah, but then someone has it, and then you right. can cash that in to be like, yes. Right, now we're going to play Man City at the end of their game with Liverpool, where they're all knackered. Yeah, twenty four seven cup. Exactly. Like what Archer used yeah. to win all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I mean, that draw, of course, between Manchester City and, and Liverpool. Does it blow the title race wide open? We thought it was going to be just between Manchester City and Spurs for a minute there. But Manchester City dropped points. 
And so do Spurs. They dropped all of them at home to Aston Villa, who beat them 2-1. Spurs now lost three Premier League games on the spin, uh, despite scoring first in all of those games. And Ange mm. Postacoglu, of course, collecting all those Manager of the Month awards. He doesn't have to give them back. This is a different month. <laughs> um, but Villa are now ahead of them in fourth. It's yes. absolutely un- unbelievable, mm. the Premier League. The Villa are two points off the top, Jim Campbell. Hume Son scored three goals, all of which were offside, which <laughs> gives the impression that, obviously, you know, Villa were under, under the cosh a little bit and under a lot of pressure. But actually, mm. if all of those flags go up straight away, yeah. y- you don't see it like that. No. And it's a, it's a risky game to play, but Emery has got them so well drilled at it that it's, it just neutralises attacking threat. Well, they did so, ride their luck, so though, well. Jim. They did ride their luck. You think? Well, Kulisevsky should have scored when he yeah, hit the yeah, post. Yeah. Fair. You know, they, they had other chances. They, they had a goal disallowed yeah. as well themselves, Villa, that was very, very tight. Well, and they had the chances as well. So it was it was a bit of a ding-dong, this one. It was. It was. It threatened to be a great game and did not disappoint. Yeah. Well, it threatened to have more goals. Well, suppose, but suppose Uno Emery knows how to stop you doing it. <laughs> well, does, no, yeah. offside. You enjoyed watching this game. I did enjoy watching this game. Mm, why? Mm. Be- um, <laughs> I, lots of reasons. Mm. Two reasons in particular. Um, both Villa goals. Uh, yes. One by Arsenal fan Ollie Watkins. Um, you were in a pub. I was in a pub. There we yes. go. <laughs> I watched it in a pub in North London with my friend who's a Villa fan. When yes. Paul Torres scored that lovely curled header, yes. uh, my Villa supporting friend made a sort of what I'll describe as a sort of brummy noise. Um, <laughs> can, you, can you do it? Hello, uh, Wolverhampton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, no, I can't do okay. it. Um, you did it before we came in. <laughs> 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 Carry on. It's not true, Birmingham. Um, And the the uh, the the uh, the the barman, I suspect heavily, was a Spurs fan. Right. Um, My friend had ordered a jerk chicken burger, and Mm. when when the barman came over, he he just said to him, "Is your jerk chicken burger?" In a sort of faux Birmingham voice, clearly very rattled. Right. Was he taking really? He was. Yeah. Really, really enjoying it. Is your chicken burger? It's medium rare, and it it wasn't a good Brummy accent. It wasn't even as good as the monstrosity I just did. Chicken burger. Very. He was enjoyably rattled. Yeah. Yeah. One star though. That's, yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's right yeah. on XP. That's an horse, isn't it? Oh, dear mm. me. I'm Genuinely, sorry. it was an excellent game, though, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was. And uh, Watkins scored again. He could have had um, more than that, but didn't need to because that was the winning goal. Mm. That was the winning goal. What? Number England's number two striker. Jim, what did you eat for the food? I had. I went for sausage and mash, which right. really? in, a, in a pub classic. Is, is what well, is classic, isn't yeah. it? I'm not going to make that for myself at home because I would hate myself. <laughs> um, but in a pub, I think reasonable. What's wrong with that? Uh, it just feels a bit gluttonous, doesn't it? What to, ha- to what, do you, it you don't have to make it in a big like dandy style. Well, exactly. Sort of, yeah, like, but you are going to get it in a in a big cartoonish. <laughs> you pile should, there, there, are, there are there are parts of of Africa where they have ugali, which is kind of a sort of a, a mashed potato kind of affair. But it's it's like a, a corn. It's like a corn, isn't it? It's like diff, different um, yeah, countries yeah, yeah. have different names for it. But, but but you can get it in a proper tower sometimes. Mm, wow. It's uh, you know it's it's quite something. I put Tabasco on it once. And, Did uh, I just and put a load of sausage? Load of that's a meal I didn't do that of course everybody but yes uh, Villa day 1-2-1 um, and it's the first time Villa have been back in the top four uh, this far into the season since December 2009 they were uh, they were very these impressive these are great times for Aston Villa yeah they, they absolutely were especially given the um, for most of the first half they weren't very good mm. and you could argue that Spurs should have killed the game off then and there certainly well, there put you it go. on a different there path there you go but the the way they emerged from the second half was impressive, not least because they almost knew, right, we're not actually going to get the ball off Spurs, but let's try and play this a bit differently. Mm. So they were so efficient with how they used the ball on the break mm. as well. should also say Spurs starting with four fullbacks, 
you know, in their back yeah, line yeah. because of the injury situation, which is, it, it's not just bad in terms of number of players, but those players like Madison, Basuma, Pape Matesar, uh, Romero, Van de Ven, all of them were integral to why they were so good at the start. Yeah. Like every single one of those players was singled out for praise and rightly so. So to be without them is obviously a huge issue. Could have started Eric Dyer. Well, no, because he's obviously not quick enough for the system, is he? So that's why they didn't start him. Oh, okay. But the the really nasty thing I thought was was Cash's um, Cash's foul on um, Bentanker. Bentanker, yeah. After mm. he's coming back from injuries, his first start since his ACL, and like so unnecessary as well. Going back to his own goal, mm. that that should have. I'm not sure why that wasn't looked at. To be honest, on on the air, maybe it was. I can't remember, but. Yeah, horrendous. Mm-hmm. Well, um, horrendous or not, um, Aston Villa are in to fourth spot, just two points behind Arsenal at mm. the top of the league gym. Yeah. How are they going to throw this one away? <laughs> we'll see. Ramsdale we? did his best. He did. He he threw a ball right in right into the floor, didn't he? At one point, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. The only thing, the thing is, it, it could have bounced up and hit him in the face, which would have been worse. It could have. Yeah. Didn't. Really, genuinely awful situation for Aaron Ramsdale in that. Um, in having to play in that fixture for the second time this season. Two clean sheets, obviously, you know, that's mm. he's come out of that well, but as, as we've all seen, there was a, a moment where Declan Rice had to spare his blushes by, by making a clearance off the line, and um, he, you know, it, it was a difficult afternoon for him in some regards, while he was, apart from those two moments, was, mm. was pretty solid, but then at the same time, also wasn't threatened that much. I just, you know, we talk about footballers having to be mentally very strong, but the the, situ- the specifics of the situation for Aaron Ramsdale playing against Brentford with the fans chanting, you're just a shit David Raya at him, things like that. It's like the sort of thing from an anxiety dream, you know, having having, <clears throat> having that many people mocking the situation you yeah. are in must have been really difficult at least for him, I really felt for him. At least his dad's helped and taken the focus off that situation. Yeah, I suppose though. so, yeah. We are mm. just talking about Mr. Ramsdale and his fez now, aren't we, yeah. I suppose? No, I'm genuinely pleased that Ramsdale kept a clean sheet. But, yeah. So am I. Yes, uh, it's a <laughs> tough game. But They've only um, lost three times in the last 23 home games, Brentford, and two of those were against Arsenal. So it's a, it's a tough, tough place to, get, to, go and, uh, to go and win. Well, Arsenal are top of the league they currently. Are. And everyone was so worried about Ramsdale, they forgot about Havertz, didn't they? Yeah. Narrative. Up there's. Um, gentlemen, let's go back down uh, towards the bottom of the league. Luton Town 2, Crystal Palace 1. Luton's first Premier League win at Kenilworth Road. It was first on match of the day. That's how big this was, Pete Donaldson. Manchester big. United and uh, Manchester City, sorry, and Liverpool, way down the pecking order of match of the day. That was them trying to prove a point. <laughs> was that, it? I thought that was poor. Yeah. After the goalkeeping heroics from Kavinsky. Good you, God. You preferred that episode where there wasn't any punditry, didn't you? And there weren't <laughs> any commentators. No, I'm saying that. Um, I they... thought you were going to stop paying your license fee. Let's, let's <laughs> come on. <laughs> I love the BBC. Um, match of the day, yeah. they got the running order wrong. I was happy for Luton. He to doesn't be first. watch that do anymore, though. Yeah, never did. Never did. No, never I did. didn't either. Like the theme tune, though, from back in the day. Why yeah. should you have to pay for Attenborough to swan about? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to Luton. Uh, I feel we're losing uh, the plot here. Mm. Um, it was a great win, Peter. You can't deny it. It was. Um, I think uh, it, much was made of uh, Palace getting a very late um, uh, uh, hit of the crossbar. Mm. Uh, but Luton could have had a one before that, after that rather. So, you know, mm. all, all's well, what Did, ends well. Now, we had another shushy celebration in this we game, did. didn't we? <laughs> Which was Elise, um, who uh, we the thought... speed for... going into that goal was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, just He'll just... be furious about the Garnacho goal. Yeah, we thought yeah, that was the goal less, the yeah. For less than 24 point. hours, we thought we'd already seen the goal of the season as Gary Lineker. Pointed out on the aforementioned match of the day, and then that was uh, 
punched to bits by Garnacho's beauty. Palace players, they're just there's just something about them which just, just seem quicker than everybody else in the league. They, when they're on one, they are on one. I mean, they weren't they were on one for a bit because they lost, but <laughs> then they were off one, you Marcus. Yeah, at some point they're on, some point they're off. Um, great win for Luton though, Vish, and uh, Luke Moore, our very own Luke Moore. Liken them to a truffle pig that is just going to sort of sniff out tasty little morsels in the form of Premier League points every now and then. Mm. Um, well, they found three of them here in his confusing analogy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but much neat. I mean, that's such a huge boost, isn't it? Especially conceding two minutes after they go ahead. I mean, from Palace's point of view, it was a poor one to um, concede, of course, uh, that second one. But uh, that's where you, you've you got to capitalise on the mistakes. Rob Edwards, though, the manager, wasn't getting too carried away. He said, I don't want the players having a party. We've done nothing. We've got nine points. I don't think that's anything to be going out to the nightclub and having a flipping disco or a party. I, yes. Why are they going to do this anyway? All night disco party. <laughs> says a lot about Luton as a place, doesn't he, that he refers to the nightclub. The nightclub, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What nightclubs have you got there? Chasers. Got in Luton. I, well, I remember Luton going, um, when I was at uni in Edinburgh, going on an away trip to Motherwell with my <laughs> friends who are Aberdeen fans. And Up there the was, well. There was one club and it, it was just called Mega Club. Nice. <laughs> club, yes. You get one chance to name your business and yeah. they've done well there. You get the mega bus there. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like a transformer that turns into a club. <laughs> mega club. Oh, I like that. On party in my belly. <laughs> it's German. It's a German <laughs> truck <Stop> nightclub. Right. <laughs> Come party in my belly. <laughs> well, they have four points from Finished safety. my disco biscuit. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, I can, I can hear I the beat know. this is set to in my own head. It's yeah. terrifying. Um, Take Jim. your clothes off. Fetish wear only. Sorry, Luke fans. Too cold sorry. in Motherwell. <laughs> too cold in Motherwell. You say Luton Town. Oh, um, yes, I believe town. so. Yeah. Four points from safety, Jim. Now, you're... You're obviously worried for them because you think Burnley and Sheffield United are going to massively improve. Um, but can... I think, Marcus, it's yeah. not unreasonable for Luton Town <laughs> to consider that a threat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but of all the teams down there, Luton, um, there, there seems to be a bit of goodwill towards yeah. them, of course, their narrative and blah de blah de blah They're four points clear of the relegation zone, mate. Yeah, exactly. They've got... What a charismatic manager who we know can belt out a Bon Jovi number. Mm. I mean, it would be utterly remarkable if they survived. He's not getting into Mega Club. Uh, oh, I think he would. Not if you're belting out Bon Jovi numbers. Not with the door no. stuff they've got. Uh, yeah. oh, so, so at the Mega Club, they don't play living on a... Pr- living... Not, not now it's a German sex club. Yeah, oh, no, sorry, I think they no would more, massively... No, it's, it's just techno. Wall-to-wall techno, mate. Endless that, techno. Bit of Hasselhoff, maybe? No, just endless techno. Come on. <laughs> Strip down endless techno. Endless tech, AI techno. techno. Yeah. Mm. Literally right. endless. <laughs> All right, a bit of scooter. Can we have scooter? <laughs> scooter. <laughs> Sold Robin. 80 billion records. <laughs> Rob, can you do a bit of scooter? <laughs> no, maybe. How much is the fish? Um... Yes, so well done, Luton. Uh, they've got Brentford, Arsenal and Man City next. Yeah. But then they're the kind of matches. You, if you're going to put any cash somewhere, you'd put it on a Man City uh, win, wouldn't you? Would you? Yeah. What, that's that's, that's, all, that's what, a Luton classic. Prem, yeah, that's a classic Premier League win. Well, remember that when those fixtures yeah. come around All from right. the Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing. Not putting it. the charities no, really by, uh, near my mouth. Playing Palace at home, those are the games. 
Those right, are the games. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and a win is huge. There. They had to make they've got to make the place of fortress, right? We all know that. And they are to be fair to them, they are doing it. That muggy little place of fortress, that Jim. Muggy little embarrassment that Garth Crooks has got absolutely no time for <laughs> as uh, has been a tough place to go for Palace and mm. Liverpool. I think what's really going for Luton though is the fact that um Burnley, who are bottom of the table have matched the worst home start to an English league season with seven straight defeats at Turf Moor. Has he has um company catfished us, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think he has. What, what is this? I don't know. <laughs> what do you I mean? Do you know what? I, since last season or I, what? I just, again, I, I re- go back to his attire. Totally just dressed wrong for the job. Everything. Don't dress like a tech pro. <laughs> Whereas like, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Whereas look at David Moyes, right? When they turn up. David Moyes, he's got the tracksuit on for the game. Mm. So, if, you know, he can he can get stuck in if needs be. But when it comes to the interviews and all the rest of it after, post-match chat, suit and tie. Mm. That is a man who knows what he's doing. We, we should say West Ham were pretty lucky here and they're not playing particularly great football. Okay. Although, they, you know, they've got two wins now of, after, you know, three defeats. So fair dues to them. But yeah, something about, I, I was partly tongue-in-cheek about being catfished by company because they evidently play good stuff. They're just... You almost just wait for the part of the game where they turn to shit. Mm. Mm. Well, they—they, they, I mean, they left it a bit later this time, yeah. admittedly. But that—I mean—that is—that is huge for for, for Luton and, and Sheffield United being piss poor as well. Everton's point deduction, all that gives them a gives, chance, it, but it also gives them a boost because suddenly they turn around and go, "Hang on, we're four points from from safety after uh, thirteen games. They've only got nine points, of course." But, you know, it's, it's, it's all to play for. I have a question for you, Marcus. Yes. Because this question has been put to me and I had to think about the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you said David Moyes just then, yes. did you mm. think about it or do you now just call him David Moyes unironically? I, I've kind of got into yeah. that, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I think I'll say there. that to my um, father-in-law, who's a big West Ham fan, and he just looks at me a bit disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Because you I'm haven't... I'm not gone, disappointed in his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> have, you not, have you not... Because you're not going the whole hog. You have to go David Moyes. If you yeah, go, okay, you even put a lisp in mm. if you want to be David Moyes. Yeah, it depends on what region, of course. Mm. Um, who knows? Well, the lispy one. Speaking of <laughs> lispiest region of Spain. Speaking of Spanish things, Sergio Ramos got sent off on the weekend. Didn't he? Yeah. Oh, all is right with the world. <laughs> Sergio Ramos, absolutely yeah. unnecessary as well. Ramos got sent off. Um, Jamie Vardy punched himself in the face. Missed his gentlemen. You know, if you're worried about the state of football and 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 whatnot, you know some things do they're, they're still mm. there. Mm. Just you know? too too much Barclays to fit into this episode. He's the, not getting in. We the club. <laughs> He's punching himself in the face. I, reckon he, been up to I, reckon, I reckon he might get in. without punching himself. <laughs> without him punching himself in the face, he's get he, he's he's getting in. But All right, so he's he not, looks like he's not going to be allowed in, mm. but he is getting, getting in. in. The, he is, the, yeah. Shimmy up a drain pipe or something. He's getting in there because <laughs> there's there's that there's that one bouncer who decides who's in or out. Yeah, and yeah. I reckon he might like Jamie Vardy. I think he would get away with wearing a full um, King Power kit. <laughs> as it's called so Jamie Vardy can get <laughs> in the Leicester City strip the King Power the King Power kit yeah. Sergio Aguero is getting turned away in his weird little F1 Man City romper suit that yes. he wore at the weekend yeah. no well dressed footballers getting in not, not even Dominic not even DCL no not even DCL not if you're at the door certainly no. not um, thank get you very much. out you look too sexy <laughs> <laughs> this is not what this is about <laughs> Well, it absolutely is what it's about. It is what it's about. Uh, thanks for listening to the Football Ravel. Do follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Thanks, Jim. Scooter! <laughs> thanks, Pete. Farewell. Thanks, Fish. Cheers. Thank you, everybody. Stay sexy. No smoking in the club. I got smoking earlier. Have you tried to get in there before? 
no, I, I tried to get into another club. They wouldn't let me in because I was wearing a three-piece suit. <laughs> I dressed my nicest. Let me in. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.